Welcome to the Christy Taylor Show. I'm your host, Christy Taylor. And here we are wrapping up the beautiful month of Women's Month. And I wanted to do this with two beautiful young ladies who are making waves throughout their state and is also impacting the nation. Now, let me tell you about the Pierce twins. Beautiful young ladies, Fallon and Kyra Pierce are 14-year-old identical twins. They love acting, dancing, sports, and activism. Now, these two St. Dominic Catholic School students say reading is a great way to transport yourself. What Kyra and her sister Fallon didn't imagine was finding a book they called Racist on their eighth grade summer reading list, Agatha Christie's And Then There Were None, which was originally titled Ten Little N-Words with a book cover of a doll hanging. First shocked, then saddened, the identical twins said they realized diversity in their school assigned books were lacking. The book was removed from their reading list after they made noise about it past summer. After finding the racist book on their summer reading list, they are now pushing for a change in Illinois law. I want you all to help me welcome to the show, the Pierce twins. Hi, ladies. Hi. Okay, who's Fallon and who's Kyra? I'm Fallon. And I'm Kyra. Well, I want to say thank you all so much for blessing me this Women's Month with your presence on the Christy Taylor Show. Thanks thank for having you. us. Thank you so much for having us. Oh, thank you. You two are very gorgeous young ladies and smart and powerful. And for that, I'm grateful to be able to celebrate Women's Month with you. Now, I'm based in Memphis, Tennessee. Where are you two young ladies? Illinois. What city do you live in? Bolingbrook. Bolingbrook. <laughs> How, How far? It's outside of Chicago. Okay. Okay. Now, first of all, were you born and raised in Illinois? Yes. Oh, now, you know, one of the things that I love about interviewing is getting to know people. So first of all, can you tell me some things about your childhood? Of course, you're still 14 year old, 14 year old. So I, I guess you're officially teenagers. Um, <laughs> What were some of the things you loved growing up in Illinois? I love dancing. We've been dancing ever since we were younger, three years old, and now we do competitive dance. So it just, we've been dancing ever since we were little and we still do it now. So you're competing? Wow. So can you tell me about some of the competitions that you all have been in? Yeah. So basically with dancing competitions, you go, you do your dance and then you get told your awards. And we've been competing, wow, for a long time. Wait, when was it? Five years competing, about eight years like dancing in general. Yeah. Wow. So you're technically professionals or semi pro. <laughs> so, what is it like um, in dance competitions when it comes to the preparation? What type of training do you have to go through to be prepared for that? So there's hours and hours and days and months of training and getting your dances down and up to that final moment for you to do a two minute dance, but it's really, really fun. And you do your classes for your competition dances and then you do technique classes. And I just find a lot of fun in it. Yeah, and we do all styles of dance. We do ballet, lyrical, contemporary, hip hop, all, all styles of dance. So we normally have our whole life set on dance. We are always in and out of dance class. Like 
today we have dance class. And yeah, <laughs> you just go to hours of practice. And like Kyra said, you do your two minute dance and you win your awards. Oh, I love it. You know, the power of discipline for performance, you know, now I didn't dance, but I loved singing. I loved also doing poetry and writing songs. And I also love something else that you love, acting. Okay, so tell yes. me what you love of acting. I love to act. It just like, you can be anybody, but you're also making other people happy as yeah. you're making yourself happy because I just, I love the art of acting. And it's just like another outlet to just bring all your emotions and feelings and portray it and put it and stuff it all into one character and just, yeah, you just become the character ultimately. Now, how long you two ladies have been acting? Oh, wow. So we've been wanting to be actresses about our whole life, but we've been acting for five years. So for the last five years, you have acting, you're dancing. You also have some other loves. Can we talk about that too? Yes. So we love cheer and basketball and sports in general. And just, I like to be active. Yeah. We also, we also like to learn new things. We've had straight A's ever since we were in first grade. Well, you know something like this. I have to say that you all have impressed me. It, to know that our future is bright with young ladies like you on the horizon really makes my makes me smile inside myself. <laughs> now, in addition to straight A's, that means that at St. Dominic Catholic School, you two are definitely leaders at the school on so many levels, as you say, between your dance and sports and, and also just your amazing scholarship of scholarly uh, aspirations. And I found out that you two all, in addition to acting, you all love something I used to love to do as a little girl, and that was reading. Uh, can we talk about your love of reading? So I love to read because you basically make a movie in your mind as you read, and just something about turning the pages and just reading the words, it's just magical to me. And like, unlike a movie where you already see the set characters and like, what they're supposed to look like when you're reading, unless it's a graphic novel, of course, or a picture book. When you're reading, you get to just imagine the characters how you want to imagine them and how you want them to basically act and walk and stuff like that. You know, I love the power of imagination and that is the beauty of reading. Uh, what are some of your favorite books, Fallon? So some of my favorite books are, um, I'm reading one right now. It's called Legendborn, and I really like it. Like, I cannot put it down. It's so good. I also like The Hate You Give and, um, what's it called? Twins. It's a graphic novel about twins, and it's adorable. I love it. It's a children's book, but it has a really strong message as well. Wow. And what about you, Kyra? What books do you love? So I'm currently reading a book that I really like, and it's called The Gilded Ones, and it's so good. And like Sound said, I can't put it down. I also love Twins and Solway. And a good one that I like is A Good Kind of Trouble because it has a really good message to it. And it kind of reminds me of what I'm doing right now. You know, and this is a great segue to what you all are doing right now with your love of reading and love of education and, you know, being 
you know, uh, I guess you can say smart girls. You all had an issue last summer of 2020 in the midst of a global pandemic. Were you all being um, taught virtually at St. Dominic? Right now we are actually in school, but right. last year we were online. So what happened last summer? Who wants to tell me what happened last summer? I'll tell you what happened last summer. So what happened last summer was we received our summer reading list like kids do. And we noticed this book, And Then There Were None by Agatha Christie. And we were interested in it. It was a murder mystery. It seemed good. And we looked at the background information. And its original title was 10 Little N-Words. And it had a picture of a Sambo doll hanging on the front. Yeah. So we ended up taking it to our parents, like you would do if you have a problem with something. And they took it to the school, but it took two whole months before the book was taken down. And it also took many news stories and media coverage. Wow. You know, I saw that you all, speaking of media coverage, you all had to really, you know, go forward. And here's an example of one of the coverage from Chicago. And this is the actual cover, Agatha Christie's, the original cover, one of the original cover, covers of that book, which of course, when I saw that and like yourself, I started doing some background studies and to know that it had, from, even from the 1800s had even been about the 10 little Indians and the 10 little N-words and how it was depicting children being killed. Know that there was death, murder, mayhem, and the loss of life. So how did you all feel? Did you all read the book first before you realized what it was about? So what I norm what we normally do when we get a book is we search it up, make sure, like, I really want to read the book and see what it looks like. And before even getting to read it, we figured out what it was about. And that kind of ruined it for me. I didn't really want to read it after that because it just it just feels like it was written in hate and yeah. just negativity. And we were also really kind of excited to read the book too, because the former eighth graders, um, I remember walking in the classroom and seeing all of the summer projects on that book and it seemed really good. And they had all like the characters all drawn out and everything. And then when we figured out what it actually was about, like Kyra said, that kind of destroyed it for me and I didn't really want to read it anymore. Speaking about the fact that it's been on the reading list for a couple of years at St. Dominic, what were some of the discussions that you all had with the school leadership and your parents had to have with them? Well, we don't really know because it was between the school and our parents, but we do know it did take a long time for yeah. the book to get removed from the list. Oh, wow. So how did that make you all feel that it took two months for them to take it off reading list um it just makes me feel like it should have been treated like an immediate issue and for it to take as long as two months for it to get taken off the list is just surprising because it should have kind of like i really just said it two seconds ago it really should have taken like not that long at least at max a week or two and it just felt like it was an inconvenience to them that they had to take this book off the list, that they had to do some research on it. And it, it kind of hurt because I didn't, I don't understand, I didn't understand why the book would be on the list in the first place. It should be looked at and the book should be researched before they're put on the list for kids to 
read because then stuff like this happens where a kid yeah. finds out about the book at home and that's just not a very good spot to be in. Yeah. You know, one of the things you know, growing up, I remember the song that went like Tinsel Indians. And as I was doing the research, I remember that sometime when we would play games or hopscotch or jump rope, that that was a song that sometimes we were singing, one little, two little, three little, and to now know the history. And then I was thinking about the words we were saying, even in the nursery rhyme, that kind of also brought back some of the other things that even as a little girl, um, about the black sambo and different things that has been built into American society and culture that were really and harmful. Um, so I applaud you two young ladies, age of 13 and 14, um, taking on this challenge. Now we're gonna get to some of the things you're doing in a positive after St. Dominic took the book off the list. We'll be right back after this. Welcome back to the Taylor Show. And I'm here with Fallon and Kyra Pierce. They're known as the Pierce Twins. Now, they love singing and acting and dancing and competing and sports and cheer. And now they love being activists. Now, we've been talking about the fact that last summer they had the issue of finding a book that historically is based in a lot of harmful, hurtful imageries and against African-Americans historically, as well as Native Americans. It's called, Then There Were None, but it was entitled The Ten Little N-Words. Now, for some of us who grew up, you may have remembered the little nursery rhyme song, Ten Little Indians. If you think about the lyrics, OMG, I was like, oh my God, the things that we have perpetuating throughout the years and the decades and the centuries, but these two young ladies decided to take on their school and uh, had the promote. But you say that you all have been having the challenge now of going to the state. Can we talk about, first of all, bringing everybody up to speed, what happened at the school and how you all decided to take it to the point where you're going for the change of law? So we did end up getting some hate on it. Obviously, that people are gonna disagree. And we had people post our pictures and say what we were doing was effing gross and effing disgusting. And, but we did receive a lot of support from family and friends. And we had parents even reach out to us saying that they didn't even realize things like this. And all the support just really helped, helped keep us push through, really it did. And after the book got removed, we decided let's take a look at our reading list and other readings in our district and across the state. And we noticed there was a lack of diversity. So we decided to create our own reading list that goes from first grade through eighth grade. And it's diverse books in background, culture, ability, race, and everything like that. And even after that, we were inspired to do more. So 
we created our own non-for-profit called Positive Change Charities. And Positive Change Charities helps underfunded school libraries and boys and girls that cannot afford books so that they can have diverse reading choices. And now we are working with state representative LaShawn Ford to get a bill passed called the Pierce Twins Bill. I love it. Now tell me, what will the Pierce Twins Law be about? So, oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. Uh, so the Pierce Twins Bill will initially make sure that there's diversity in literary curriculums and summer reading lists. And Fallon, feel free to add to that some of the things that you hope will be impacted by the, this law. So I just hope ultimately that this never happens again, that this situation right here never happens again, because I don't want kids to have to feel like how we felt where we were waiting and yearning for this book to be off the list and wondering if anybody saw it or if anybody cared. Wow, I love this. I love this. And you said a lot of support. Of course, you had some backlash, but you said the, the support that you've received at different levels has been beautiful. And of course, I went to your Instagram account. You all have been busy. Oh my goodness. Okay, let's talk about the different interviews and people you're meeting as a result of, you know, pushing for this literary uh, challenge. So I just think it's beautiful being able to share my story, our story to a lot of people and having the support because really support is what will take you far and positivity. And I'm just so happy that what we're trying to do is rooted in positivity. And it's just so surprising that so many people are on board with us and want to help us like change the world. And it's just so just amazing to see people like you helping us get our story out there. I am so happy to be a part of this because I know that you all have been on podcast. As I said, you were on various uh channels in Chicago. Uh, so, what, what, okay, now I do know that you all are still dancing and competing and things of that nature. Has anybody possibly considered putting you all on any type of talent shows to also perpetuate this message? Anything? Not okay, well, we're going to have to work on that, honey, because you two are <laughs> fabulous. <laughs> Not yet, but we would love it. Yes. Okay. Well, we're going to have to see what we can make happen in regards to that. So when it comes to the very fact that you all have made this leap and that you all are pushing for change in the literary world, could there possibly be where you start writing books? Yes. So we definitely thought about writing books. We actually have like a few children's books that we started to write and it's just really fun. Yeah. It's like with acting and dancing, another outlet to get out emotions and just to portray different characters. I absolutely love that. And of course, as a person who used to read, and as I, I think I mentioned to you all earlier that part of the things that I used to love to do is write stories, write poems, write songs. Now, of course, I write movies. So maybe you all can also, since you love to act, that you'll end up writing books and then television shows and movies. I'm just going to put that out there. I'm just putting it out there. Because <laughs> you're absolutely gorgeous. You are so filled. You're so full of so much life and purpose. And I just send blessings to you and to your family. So do you all have additional siblings? Yes, we have an older sister and her name is Naya. How old is she? She's 26. 
Ooh, so how did you feel about her twin sisters taking on the world? She's very supportive and I love her so much. And if you're watching Naya, hi, we love you. <laughs> I absolutely love that. But of course she definitely can watch this. Not only does it stream here in Memphis, but we also have it on YouTube and she can listen if she loves podcasts. She can listen on Spotify and Apple, iHeartRadio. There's so many wonderful places. You all can share, with, share this to all of your old friends. Uh, and speaking of friends, what are some of the things that you and your friends are planning to do this summer after school? Well, when COVID's over, hopefully we get to like swim and go to the movies and stuff like that. Just like normal stuff before COVID hit. Yeah. And we're also thinking about being summer camp counselors. Oh, I love it. Absolutely love it. Absolutely love it. Well, this has been a delight. I have to tell you all, this has been truly a delight for me to talk to you two ladies, the Pierce twins, Fallon and Kyra. Thank you so much. Any last words you want to say um, that we can make sure that we support you all? How can we keep in touch and support you on your journey? So you can reach out to us on all of our socials and they're all the Pierce twins. And we also have a website and it's called thepiercetwins.com. So if you want to donate to our non-for-profit or give some books to help us to give to the kids in need in underfunded school libraries, you can also donate there. And if you ever need to talk or just having a bad day and need somebody to talk to, we are always here and you can always contact us through our socials. I love it. ThePierceTwins.com, The Pierce Twins on all their social. And not only are they providing great lights, they're providing support to all of you lovelies out there. So thank you. Thank you all so very much. Any last things you want to say? I think we've just said it. And this is a wrap. Blessing. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Oh, all the love. And have a wonderful rest of the day.